Welcome to the Bold Survivor Collective. I'm Contessa Aiken. This is the place where we take a stand. We rise up. We no longer allow trauma to be our voice or to be who we are. We pee into the wind. We run forward to our deepest desires and we don't stop until we get there. I hope you enjoy this episode. Dive right on in. We have the beautiful Alana. Alana, right? I said that right? Alana Banana. Alana Banana. Okay, I love it. (laughs) She is a global media personality, inspiring, open-hearted, unapologetic, like I practice that word too, unapologetic living after heartbreak. Her inspiring vulnerability and courage has landed her a feature weekly column on the Good Men Project, featured as an icon of influence and a guest expert on Huffington Post. People Magazine, Forbes, The Jenny McCarthy Show, all kinds of fun stuff. So we have a real rock star who shares her voice. So pay attention, guys. This is what we're looking to ask you to do. Are you ready? Thank you, Alana. Thank you so much for joining us, for being here, for sharing your vulnerability and your voice with us. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got here. How I got to be here with the amazing Contessa with this gorgeous photo behind her, (laughs) the cover, gorgeous. (laughs) Yeah, thank you for this honor because really my life, I've literally created a business where I get to be inspired to walk my talk. I get to be both, you know, vulnerable and credible. I get to not go, you know, push away the messy process and just be perfect and teach you how to be perfect. Like that doesn't exist, right? It doesn't even exist. It doesn't even exist. Yeah. And so for me as intimacy expert, um, I was, I was seeking my dad's approval. I was seeking my first husband's approval. I went a little masculine with my second marriage thinking, you know, I got this, I need to be in control, but really I was just shutting my heart even more. Um, and the universe, you know, when you don't get the picture, when you don't get the message, the universe like keeps knocking at your door then a two by four, then a Mack truck, right? So, right. <laughs> so my, my Mack truck um, was a 12-year custody battle that I ended up losing. Um, and then I ended up for, forfeiting by choice uh, to let my son live with his dad because that is the only way to create peace. So I'm willing to take the high road. And I can go deeper into that story if you want. But basically, it was uh, humiliating and uh, terrifying. And my heart felt like it was being ripped out, not taking care of my son, but his peace and thriving is more important than my preference or looking good. And from that whole journey, what I discovered is that I, my opinion of me is what matters and that I'm in charge of my opinion of myself. I'm in charge of keeping my heart open or closed. I'm in charge of letting life force energy come through me and co-create with me or not, um, you know, and I, I get to feel juicy and enough. That's my choice. Nobody on the outside gets to choose that. And as I've, you know, become humbled and found my inner strength and I don't need so much to be good enough anymore, I, I can give, I can come from fullness and give. And I, and the crazy thing is I've become this vortex now right. because I don't need anything to be a certain way in order to be okay. I've, I've, I'm a vortex for people feeling safe, uh, feeling like I'm inviting and I've invited, uh, more money. I'm out of all that legal debt now. Um, more, 
noble men than I've ever attracted before. <laughs> um, wonderful clients that are high level, willing to do the deep work and make an impact on this planet. Friendships where we can be truthful and honest and, and sit in any fire and get up under each other. My, my body is the, in the best shape it's been. There was a lot of pain I was holding on to, self-punishment mm-hmm. during the custody battle that was, um, was my own self-shame and punishment. So that's gone. Just everything keeps unfolding in a better manner when I, when I choose intimacy with self first. And, and I love my wobbly as much as I love my triumphant. And then that point of view is the same as from the divine. Like I used to only think God and the goddess, the divine, the universe loved me if I did it right, if I looked good. So I was only letting in love and support if I earned it. If you performed well. Yeah. (laughs) And now I'm like, you love me as a hot mess? Okay. And then all this love and support comes in because I opened. I decided I deserve it. I and now the universe values all of um so it's worth the ride or come home to all aspects of yourself because it will be mirrored in extraordinary relationships in your life that value you as well I love that. You said so much, and I feel like we can go in a hundred different directions. Okay. Really well, where I want to start is <laughs> intimacy with self. When I think about survivors, people who've had trauma and abuse in their lives, oftentimes disconnect from this intimacy and don't even know what it is, what it looks like, how to trust it, where does it yep. come from? Yep. How do we actually get intimate with ourselves? And what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. Such a great question. Okay. First thing we need to understand is that we can't get intimate. We can't hear our intuition. We can't co-create literally energetically the field, the universe coming in us as us and through us. We can't do that if we're not in our body, if we're just spinning in our head. Not possible. Not possible. And a lot of us, when we've been abused, traumatized, uh, leave our body because it hurts. Yeah, It hurts. Mm -hmm. And so we go into our head trying to look good, do it right, and never get hurt again. Okay, so the first thing is to realize that. Second thing would be to also realize life is equal pain and pleasure. Sorry, it just is. It's equal support and equal challenge. Now, your point of view about the challenge changes the whole game. If you're like, no pain or no challenge, you're going to clamor for Facebook and Hagen dazs and, you know, <laughs> all this. <laughs> or cake. I love cake. <laughs> yeah. Cake. If I clamor for pleasure, if I only, you know, seek pleasure, I'm going to stay addicted to this roller coaster. And if I resist the pain, I'm going to stay addicted to this roller coaster. But if I'm willing to look at it all, see the gift in it all, lean into either, then I can be present and I can make great choices. Okay. So that would be like part two. Part three is the understanding we cannot create, choose on top of, I call it the sprinkles on top of the ice cream cone of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, you just totally messed up ice cream for me. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Um, We can't literally energetically quantum physics, like, like science, we can't create on top of an emotional trigger. We can't create on top of an emotional trauma. We can't. All we can do is react and spin. So you've got to be willing to live in reality, do your work and do the inner processing to, I'll call it integrate, uh, dissolve this trauma, 
See, because we all know this, we can't create or destroy energy, right? We can only change it. So this is really the work of, of alchemy, the processes I've been trained in. We'll take the pain, the shame, the trauma, and through processes that I've been trained in that I've used myself to get myself out of my own head, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, to integrate them into what they were meant to teach us, strength, compassion, using our voice, gratitude, uh, intuition. Like there was a gift there. We just never got it and we're stuck. We're stuck in the trauma, operating on top of it with a good attitude and it's not going very well because at the end of the day, if we really got quiet, we're still afraid. Does the universe have our Am I enough? Like that, that exhale, right? And so this is what we just need to slow down and be honest about and then seek professional support where the people have track records to get people through to the other side, do the inner work. It doesn't take forever, but it does take bravery and humility and commitment. And then when you're on the other side, it's not like um, intellectual knowledge, like one more book. No, it's the embodiment of all of these skills, uh, uh, capacity, maybe capacities is better, capacities that that trauma meant to give you, you've now embodied it. You are the embodiment of strength. You're not just strong. You are the embodiment of compassion. You don't just say the right words. So you can sit in fires. You can attract love. You can be a badass. You can be wobbly. You can just be. You can just be. So that is the how of beginning to have an intimate relationship with yourself. And then if we took it to like a simple daily practice, I like to start and end the day, hand on my heart, hand on my, I like to put it on my yoni because that's just me, um, but you can, you can put it on your tummy. I'm assuming you say yoni is vagina. Vagina, <laughs> okay. our sacred, our sacred vagina. Yeah, I like yeah. that one. It's very reverent. It's very yeah. sacred, mm-hmm. right? And, and she is. So um, that's how I like to begin and end the day. And I just slow down and I go, okay, what have I not slowed down enough to hear you say? What is it that you want me to know? And it might, our truth might get an image. And so your job is to slow down in the morning and the night, bookend your day with this intimate checking in with truth. Get to know yourself. Then of course, there's the bravery of taking action and all the rest of it. But yeah, that's a simple practice. I love that because it, it takes you in instead of continuing to look outward for those things that we tend to do like validation, that we're good enough, that we're loved, right? But instead we're going in to those sacred spaces that has the truth for us already, that already holds the connection, that already holds the love, the embodiment, all that fun stuff. Brilliant. Yes, yes. All the way back in the beginning, you talked about doing things for peace. And I mean, I myself have found myself making choices to be in alignment with peace. How does someone who is living up here, Mm. down in their bodies, how do they start this process of first identifying what they even want, if it's peace or happiness or joy or whatever that is, how do they start the process of moving beyond that and basically making choices or doing life, no matter how painful they are, based on that, right? Yeah. Again, it's the whole sprinkles thing. And I won't say the ice cream, ice cream cone, so it doesn't <laughs> oh, oh, As soon as you said sprinkles, it was already done. <laughs> already done. Sorry, sorry. Okay. <laughs> No different. You're no different. We can't 
access like the truth of peace or the truth of joy or the we can't access truth on top of something. So the way to access it is to take the journey. So I have many ways. I have books. I have home studies. I have group coaching, private coaching, all these different ways. But what we first have to do is get rid of the all the layers of unintegrated emotion. Like if you were abused, you ought to be pissed. How dare you, right? But that's not very spiritual, right? So there's often a lot of uh, unprocessed anger that needs to be processed. Mm -hmm. There is also, even though we might not want to admit it, like a victim, poor me, right? And we, we want attention. We want someone to go like, I'm so sorry that happened to you, right? But we don't want to admit that we're being a victim. And so that gets shoved away as well. There's probably also terror. What? On this planet, this can happen to me. I don't want to be here. Like <laughs> I live know, in America. Hello. Right. Right. Like there's <laughs> yeah. so many, I'll call them little yous. Yeah. Who have these different emotions stuck as energy inside of you that you they're all on top, like like uh kids. And underneath it all is this well of uh-huh, uh-uh, truth. What's true for you? You just can't get there until you go through the layers. And by going through the layers and and integrating, honoring, listening, uh, processing, dissolving these emotions into their superpowers, until until you get there, you won't come up with a good idea, right? So so, so there's a quick fix. If there was a pill, that I could sell, I'd probably be a multimillionaire, right? Yeah. Like, it, it, of course, we'd all want to take the quick way, <laughs> right? But there is no magic pill. And I believe the people watching, if they've gone through any, any type of trauma or abuse, that you're a badass soul. Okay. If you have chosen to take on this level of trauma, you're here to have this level of power, joy, freedom, and enlightenment. Okay, I don't believe this happens to the faint of heart. I believe it happens to badass, high-level, old souls who are here to be the light on the planet. And it's like a springboard. The down it goes, the higher it goes. So the the worse the trauma, the more amazing the breakthrough. And to have a shift in perception that, okay, fine. So I need to do some inner work for three, six, nine, 12 months. Fine, I've got the rest of my life to make a difference. And here's the cool part. Once you're on the other side and you get all of this trauma integrated, just being, that's it. Just fucking breathe. Your vibration is such a gift because you are now vibrating from here up to here. And of course, men, money, all the good shit will come from this vibration. But I need you to get that just walking into a room, you're a gift if you've done this work. I think the best part that you keep saying over and over again is that it doesn't take for freaking ever, right? It doesn't take forever. You don't have to spend three, six, nine, 12 years doing the work. It does not take forever. I love that. I'm totally well, love that. this is it. a very good point because in my opinion, it does take that long with only traditional therapy, right. nothing against therapy. Yeah. Okay. But it I believe it has its place. It has its place. Otherwise it wouldn't be here, but, but it takes a long time. Yeah. And so the process is like, I want to explain, explain some brain science here for people. The yes. reason why I'm able to get results so quickly, I've experienced them. My clients have experienced them is because I, well, one, I'm a total student. I'm always getting the next yes. training. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have three coaches right now. And my coaches are like, you know, 25 grand for the year coaches. They, they're yeah. very high level and they're, and I pass this through to you. So the idea is this, 
uh, we have four elements when a trauma gets lodged into our being. It's the, it's the image of what happened. Mm-hmm. But a, a vision board every day is not enough. Maybe some relief, but it's not going to change it. Right. The next one is the thoughts. Okay, so the thoughts. Okay, talk about it in therapy. Talk about it in therapy. Okay, six years, 10 years. We're still, still talking, talking about, about it. Same stuff, yep. <laughs> no, no, it's not going to give you the change. No. The emotions. Have a good cry. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Um, Short term, but you can't cry forever. Right. You can't cry forever. And it gives only a momentary re- release. Right. And change it. It doesn't. It's just, you know, letting the steam off. Mm-hmm. And with the, with the body sensation, we can do our tapping. We can do our somatic work, but it's not enough. But when you have all four elements together in a process that I've been trained in, we're done. <laughs> and I love it. I already know that this means integrated. <laughs> yes. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, and and uh, the memory is often there, right. but all the charge is yes. gone. And what that means is you can stay centered, present at mm-hmm. choice and create the life you desire. And it means you can receive because, right. because if this isn't integrated and you say, I choose love, but as soon as he gets close, you're like, yep. you're going to push it away. Right. You're going to put, and then you're going to feel the positive. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. I love it. So what does it mean to be attractive? We're talking about attracting great love. What does it really mean to be attractive? Mm, to be safe, to be around, to be safe, to be around. Um, when a person does the inner work to stop judging themselves for being scared, ashamed, traumatized, right. sad, mad, blah, blah, blah. You do, yep. you do all the work and you're intimately at home with yourself. You're safe with yourself. You're secure and approved of, wobbly or magnificent by yourself. By yourself. Yeah, not perfect. Just you can come home, come home, come. Yeah. You are safe for others to be around. They can sense. It's a true story. They're not going to, you know, when things get tough, you're not going to kill them off. They can, they can sense that when, when they are a little wobbly or insecure, you're going to say, tell me more. You're not going to say, well, you shouldn't feel like that. Right. You know, they'll, yeah. So that's. Or you're too, you take it on, right. As if it's your own when it's not your own, right. There, right. There's unsafety in that. Yeah. So that's, what's attractive truly to somebody conscious for a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. What's attractive to unconscious is like bigger boobs and you know, whatever. Right. Okay. That's fine. Not the hair and the meat, right? Yeah. Right. But that's not really what <laughs> yeah, we're talking about here. We're talking about what's on the surface, right? Yeah. We're talking about a long-term healthy relationship with someone who's willing to do the work right. because you're willing to do the work. Yeah. No relationship is perfect. Remember how I said life is equal support and challenge? Mm-hmm. Same with your beloved. Once you find them, it's not like, okay, now everything's perfect. I live in a magical fairyland and there so are sorry. no challenges here. They're going to piss you <laughs> off and you're going to piss them off. And how are you going to be about that? If you don't have the skills within yourself. Right. How are you going to apply that in a relationship? And you might even find this perfect person and then just screw it up. Right. I love it. I love that you said that because no matter what we do, there's always polarity. And um, if we are with somebody and there's happiness, there are going to be challenges, right? If we um, are stepping into love, there's also going to be the signs and push in the direction that this is not loving or lovable, right? And so it's just about the lesson that comes out of that. I love that you keep saying that too and integrating yourself so that you're intimately at home with yourself 
Love it. It's brilliant. It's beautiful. If you were to take a nice, pretty bow and wrap it up today and leave everybody with one lasting impression, one final thought, what would that be? Mm. That challenge isn't wrong. That fear isn't wrong. That vulnerability isn't wrong. That being in a relationship and having something arise that terrifies you isn't wrong, that you can do all the work in the world. But once you get into that relationship, the minute they look at somebody hot walking by, you're just, you haven't faced that before. It's going to be your first time. Okay. And you're, it's going to be your first wobbly moment. So all of these moments aren't bad, aren't wrong, aren't against you. Everything is for you to grow, to evolve, to bring you home, even more home with yourself and the divine and, and learn how, how to communicate and invite even deeper connection through the wobbly with your partner. So if you learn the skills, you will be able to have, maintain, and grow a thriving relationship with yourself and the divine and your beloved for the rest of your life and your kids and your friends and your money and your business and everything else too. All those really, all those yeah, relationship so, points. Right? Yeah. So do the, do the efficient, effective work and have all areas of your life thrive. Because so you did yeah. that work, right? Yeah. I love it. Um, you keep saying wobbly. And every time you say it, I'm like, it feels like more fun to do that. <laughs> it's more fun to wobble now, isn't it? Yes. Okay, wobble <laughs> yes. Thank you for listening to this episode on the Bold Survivor Collective. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast if you want more and join us over on the Facebook group, the Bold Survivor Collective, where we keep the conversation going and we keep on rising up and thriving, y'all. Bye.